Hey, 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 it's me, the Kentucky Guy, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about former, former Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Yeah, Fox News gave him the axe, the good kick out the door. He's gone. He's no longer with them. But what does this mean for conservative news talk? What does this mean for journalism altogether and the freedom of speech? Huh. Find out more, that, and much more on this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the truth seeker, your truth finder, the truth teller, the award-winning Kentucky guy. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day today. If this is your first time joining the show, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button no matter which platform you're listening to us on. Also hit that notification button so you know every time a new episode drops, we do drop two episodes a week here. Uh, they normally, normally they're Wednesdays and Saturdays. However, we are coming to notice that it's better just to say two episodes a week, <laughs> two plus episodes. So, but we are on, uh, 73 different audio platforms, including Apple iTunes, Google podcasts, Spotify podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon music, Pandora, and the list goes on. Also for you wrestling fans. And sports fans, I do co-host with Donnie Cage Against the Match, our wrestling podcast. We drop new episodes there every Tuesday and Saturday evening. We talk about pro wrestling past, present, and future. For those of you that are new to the broadcast here, we do talk about different things, current events, the news, what's happening in this beautiful country of ours, as well as politics. So happy you joined us for today. Now, let's get into also... Down below in our description, you will find the merch shop along with all of our social media links as well as well as our email. If you'd ever like to be a guest on this show, you can always email me at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. That's olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. All right, so let's get into today's headlines and let's see what's going on in this big, beautiful, crazy world of ours. First headline. All right. Fox News dumps Tucker Carlson and ends his show. Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Having hosted his late, uh, last primetime episode Friday, last Friday, less than a week after settling a lawsuit over the network's 2020 election reporting. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. Fox News wrote in a statement on Monday, We thank him for his service to the network as a host and a prior to the to prior to that as a contributor. Contributor. 
<laughs> Quote, Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st, Fox News. Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Starting this evening as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. There was no immediate explanation. Gee, I wonder why. So remember, this is the same company that just settled and paid Dominion Voting Company $272 million just for their reporting during the 2020 election. It makes zero, zero sense why they would have settled for that. So although there's no immediate explanation from Fox about why Carlson was leaving, some reports suggest Fox Corporation chairman Rupert Murdoch sought Carlson out. Indeed, DailyMail.com reported that according to sources close to Carlson's Fox show, the on-air celebrity commentator was blindsided by the news. Some of his closest staff learned about the move only by reading Twitter. The news, the news site said Carlson was recently named in a lawsuit filed by Abby Grossberg, a Fox News producer fired after claiming Fox lawyers had pressured her to give misleading testimony in the Dominion voting systems lawsuit. Grossberg had gone to work for Carlson after leaving Maria Bartoma's Sunday morning feature. Her lawsuit says Grossberg learned she had merely traded in one overly mystic work environment for an even crueler one. This time, one where unprofessionalism reigned supreme and the staff distasted and disdained for women uh, inf infiltrated almost every, every workday decision. On her first day of work at Carlson's program, Grossberg said in her lawsuit she was met with a large, blown up, blow up photographs of Nancy Pelosi and a bathing suit with a plunging neckline. <laughs> oh man, these liberal cats, they love to stick together. Which, you know, we would get more done, we would get more done if GOP would stick together like these guys. Fox has count, uh, countered with its own law, lawsuit trying to bar Grossberg from disclosing confidential discussions with Fox attorneys and saying in a statement her allegations in connection with Dominion case are baseless. Sources told the LA Times that Carlson's ouster was related to the Grossberg lawsuit and, and not to the, oh, by the way, I was wrong. It's 787.5. I was wrong. I said 782. 787.5 million dollar settlement Fox News agreed to pay Dominion voting systems last week. She told the Daily Mail that the firing looked to her like an admission of guilt by Fox. Uh-huh. Quote, this is a step towards accountability for the election lies and baseless conspiracy theories spread by Fox News. Uh-huh. Something I witnessed firsthand at the network, as well as for the abuse and harassment. I endured why head of booking and senior producer for Tucker Carlson tonight, Grossberg said, according to the DailyMail.com. I think this is a great for America. It's a big win for viewers of cable viewers, not just those who watch Fox. Yeah, 
This lady's something else, man. This lady's something else. Okay, so meanwhile, there was also speculation that Murdoch, intent on selling Fox, axed Carlson because the company was a harder sell with the fiery personality attached to it. A report by the Los Angeles Times contended it was a combination of the Grossberg suit and Carlson's controversial coverage of the January 6, 2021 capital breach that led to his ouster. He has been derated by some critics for recent installments in which he aired previously unreleased security footage from January 6 to bolster his uh, contention that the event was more peaceful than mainstream media accounts have claimed, which, uh, hello, yes, that's true. Uh, he was the only journalist that Speaker of the House McCarthy released the real-time footage of January 6-2, and guess what? The one guy has been released now because he was pretty much led around by the Capitol Police like he was on a tour, like he was a tourist. So they have blown this way out of proportion. They've lied. They keep saying six deaths. There were no deaths. There was one death. That was Ashley Babbitt. There was no Capitol Police that were actually killed at this scene on January 6th. Do your own research. It's all lies. It's all propaganda. It's all set up. And what's the setup for? Uh, it didn't work. They tried to impeach Trump so he could never run for president again after they tried to impeach him after he was out of office. Carlson became the network's most popular personality after replacing Bill O'Reilly in the primetime lineup in 2016. Carlson has been a controversial host, having questioned the support for Ukraine and been alleged to share anti-war sentiment that is not critical enough on Russia. Also, Democrats had objected to House Speaker McCarthy granting uh, Carlson access to January 6th footage. The former Democrat-led Congress did not show publicly during its January 6th select committee hearings. Yeah, we all know what those hearings were as well. Liz Cheney, Baba, where you at, Lizzie? Oh, Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie. Did that fail, Lizzie? Huh? Boom. I'm on fire. Uh, Tucker Carlson has been engaging in the best journalism on television, uncovering and exposing the truth. That comes from Senator Ron Johnson. Representative Luna... Carlson might have something big up his sleeves. U.S. Representative Anna Paulina Luna, Republican out of Florida, told Newsmax on Monday, although many on the left are taking a victory lap because Tucker Carlson is no longer with Fox News, they should be very careful about celebrating too early. Carson may have something big up his sleeves. Fox News announced it. A couple Mondays ago that Carlson, host of the highest rated news show on cable, will no longer be with the network. Carlson, whose last broadcast was the Friday before, became the network's most popular personality. Quote, all of these left-wing pundits, and you know representatives turned influencers that are trying to say that, you know, this is a big victory lap for them, Luna told Carl Higaby at Frontline. 
We're talking about Tucker Carlson, who arguably is not only worth millions in ad revenue, but had one of the most successful shows on network television. I think his hands are no longer tied, and I think he's going to be up to something. It's the Tucker Carlson, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Please don't go to Newsmax or any of these other places, champ. Go on your own. Put a channel out there on Rumble, on YouTube, on make a podcast. You have the connections to be the best. You're already the best. But let's do it. Come on my show. Shoot. I'll give you my podcast. Just don't go somewhere where they're going to tie your hands down, bro. Don't do it. Donald Trump, shocked by Carlson's ouster. Maybe he needs a free reign, quote from Mr. Trump. The ouster of Tucker Carlson of Fox News has left former President Trump shocked. But perhaps the libertarian just needs free reign, Trump told a reporter last Monday. Quote, well, I'm shocked. I'm surprised, Trump told Greg Kelly in an exclusive interview just hours after the news broke. He's a very good person, a very good man, very talented, as you know, and he had very high ratings. Trump said he heard the shocking news as the rest of the world did. I said, I just said, wow, that was something, Trump told the host. That's a big one. Fox News did not reveal why it had parted ways with Carlson, but speculation surround the $787.5 million domino, dominion, domino, dominion voting system settlement and other separate lawsuit by former staffer alleging Fox lawyers had pressured her to give misleading testimony in the Dominion voting system lawsuit. Trump said he had seen Carlson come, come around after some reports of a distaste for the former president. Quote, but I think Tucker's been terrific. He's been especially over the last year or so. He's been terrific to me, Trump said. Maybe he left because he wants to be given his free reign. He wants free reign, maybe. But I was surprised by it. In several messages revealed in the lawsuit, Carlson suggested he had distaste for Trump at the time, but feared the network was losing viewers among the former president's fans, particularly to Newsmax. As for the Fox News settlement, Trump was equally surprised and disappointed. Quote, I was surprised they made the settlement in that case, Trump told Kelly. I think it was a case that should easily have been won. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I don't know why they turn around and give this company who cheats in our elections all this money. It, it, it's just, it makes zero sense. I want to tell you guys something else that makes zero sense is how mainstream media is not talking about all of these banks that are folding. Yes, I know a couple weeks ago we heard about the bailout on Silicon Valley Bank, but there are hundreds of banks that have folded since then, and no one's talking about it. And I really don't understand 
Why not? The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation is set to seize control of First Republic Bank, according to multiple reports. Shares of the ailing regional bank created on Friday following a CNBC report that is likely to be seized by federal finance regulators, putting it in jeopardy of becoming the third bank to collapse since the third major bank that was reported, by the way, since Silicon Valley and Signature Bank failed last month. The FDIC officials think First Republic is out of time to arrange a rescue involving other banks, leaving the agency no choice but to take the bank into receivership. Federal Reserve report blames Silicon Valley exits in itself for the bank's collapse. First Republic stock price, which topped $200 as recently as 2021, plunged 43% just last Friday and continued to sink. And afterwards, trading, the shares have fallen 97%. This year alone, 97% this year alone. Investors were spooked earlier this week by the San Francisco Bank's disclosure that uh, depo depositors withdrew more than $100 billion during last month's crisis, raising concerns about First Republic stability. The fund overflows were unprecedented. Bank executive said on an earnings call last Monday. As with the Silicon Valley, a significant share of the First Republic's deposits were uninsured, which makes it more prone to withdrawals from skittish customers. The troubled bank, which had roughly $233 billion in assets under management as of March 31st, said it now plans to sell off assets and restructure its balance sheet as well as lay off as much as a quarter of its workforce, which total about 72,000 employees at the end of 2022. The bank will also shrink its corporate office footprint, cut executives' compensations by a significant amount, eliminate non-essential products, executives said last Monday. In a rare move, 11 of the nation's largest financial institutions, 11, gave First Republic $30 billion in deposits last month to prop up the troubled bank. Silicon Valley at the time, the 16th largest bank uh, in the U.S. with $210 billion in assets, was taken over by straight regulators in March after concerns about potential losses spurred many depositors to Draw their funds. New York Signature Bank failed only days later after a similar bank run. In a self-critical report on Friday, the Federal Reserve attributed the Silicon Valley Bank startling collapse to a combination of extremely poor bank management, weakened regulations, and lax government supervision. Uh-huh. And the banks aren't safe, folks. I mean, take it how you want to take it, but the 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 banks just are not are not safe anymore. So as we know, President Joe Biden formally announced that he's running for re-election in 2024. 
asking voters to give him more time to finish the job of sleeping in the fetal position while drinking warm milk at night. Uh, he began when he was sworn into office and to set aside their concerns about extending the run of America's oldest president for another four years. Quote, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America. We are still, we still are, Biden said. The question we are facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. Yet few things have unified Democratic Party voters like the prospect of Trump returning to power. And Biden's political standing within his party stabilized after Democrats notched a stronger than expected performance in last year's midterm elections, which they stole again as the president sent out to run again on the same themes that bewed his party last fall, particularly on preserving access to abortion. Quote, freedom, personal freedom is a fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred, Biden said in a launch video, which painted the Republican Party as extremists trying to roll back access to abortion, cut social security limit, voting rights, and ban books they disagree with. Around the country, mega, mega extremists are lining up to take those bedrock freedoms away. Mega extremists. Really, you piece of crap. Make America great again. And you're calling them extremists? This is not the time to be complacent, Biden added. That's why I'm running for re-election, boys. You know, hillbilly piece of crap. Oh, man, this guy gets my blood boiling every single time. As the contours of the campaign begin to take shape, Biden plans to campaign on his record. <laughs> yeah, because he's done so much. He spent his first two years as president combating the ultimate coronavirus pandemic and pushing through major bills such as the bipartisan infrastructure package, which did absolutely jack crap, but cost us money and put us more into inflation. And legislation to promote high-tech manufacturing and climate measures. With Republicans now in control of the House, Biden has shifted his focus to implementing those massive laws and making sure voters credit him for the improvements, while sharpening the contrast with the GOP ahead of the expected showdown over raising nation's borrowing limits that could have delivering consequences for the country's economy, which he cares jack about. Let's be honest. Worst president besides Woodrow Wilson ever. But the president also has multiple policy goals, unmet promises from his first campaign that he's pitching voters on giving him another chance to fulfill. Quote, let's finish the job. I know we can, Biden said in a video, repeating a mantra he said dozen times during his State of Lies or State of Union in February, listing everything from passing a ban on assault-style weapons and lowering the cost of prescription drugs to codifying a national right to abortion after that old Supreme Court, that mean Supreme Court ruling last year, overturning 
the blessed Roe versus Wade. The president faces lingering criticism over his administration's chaotic 2021 withdrawal from Afghanistan after nearly 20 years of war, which undercut the image of competence he aimed to portray to the world. Plus, he finds himself the target of GOP attacks over his immigration and economic policies. Oh, we can go further than that, can't we? We can go much farther than that. Let's talk about, I don't know, how he's a China suck. He's a puppet for Obama and and Rice. I mean, please. Joey sleeps. Joey has to have his milk and his ice cream so he can go night-night as early as possible. Night-night, Joey. Jeez almighty. Donald Trump says something will happen. Biden won't run. Ooh. President Joe Biden made his 2024 presidential campaign announcement. But former former president Donald Trump is predicting the uh, predicting the oldest president in history is not going to make it to the general election in 2024. Quote. It seems it seems to be a hard to believe, and I'm not speaking from any standpoint that I watch him like everybody watches him. And it certainly seems hard to believe. And it uh, it was hard to believe four years ago, but he was in the basement. <laughs> Quote, it'll, it'll seem to me that somewhere along the line, something will happen. It's just this country is in so much trouble. Trump pointed to Biden's difficulties, <laughs> cognitive difficulties. I, I think I'm having cognitive uh, that even prevent him from making a presidential campaign announcement live and in person. Something he believes has been a presidential uh, request for centuries. Quote, now they're actually doing a tape of the announcement, Trump warned. He's not going to do the announcement, normally you get up and say, hey, I'm running. Wish me luck, everybody. But he's doing a tape. This way you can do it four or five times until he gets it right. But I don't think a thing like that has ever been done to be put on tape before. Biden's struggling administration will ultimately do him in, including the threat of nuclear war, war World War III, according to Trump. We're going to end up in World War III, Trump said. We're talking nuclear weapons, and we have somebody that doesn't understand what's happening. We've got Ukraine and Russia fighting, and we're being dragged into it. It's going to be a disaster. They're talking, again, nuclear all over the place. Trump noted, despite critics suggesting he was one that would put the world on the brink of war, it is Biden failing foreign policy that has amped up global tensions and nuclear talk. You have China with Taiwan. They never talked this way when I was there, Trump said. They knew they couldn't talk that way. There's zero chance that Ukraine and Russia would have been doing what they're doing right now. Zero chance that Russia would have gone in. It is relationship building that Trump boasted kept America and the world safe, including with the likes of Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin. I also got along with Putin, and Putin would have never have done this, Trump said. It began to unravel for Biden after the failed unconditional withdrawal from Afghanistan was botched and left 13 civ- service members dead 
and the Taliban to quickly retake the country after the longest continuous war in American history, Trump said. This is what's shocking, and a lot of it had to do with Afghanistan. We looked so stupid and so weak when they surrounded Afghanistan, surrendered Afghanistan. They actually surrendered the way they got out. I think it was the most embarrassing moment in history of our country, and nobody's ever seen anything like that. When Putin looks at that, all of them, and President Xi, uh, all of them, when they look at this, Iran, they see weakness. They didn't think that was possible coming out of the United States of America, and it wasn't possible with me. I would have had us out, but I would have had us out with dignity. Trump held the successes of his administration, contrasting them with the Biden's administration court shortcomings. We had an incredible administration, and I did that on top of all these witch hunters that were going on, Trump said, but I think anybody else is going to have that. I would say one thing. You know, people ask me often, they say, do you think the country could have could ever come together? And most people say that I would say no. And a lot of people would say no. And you might even say no. But I will tell you this. There was a period of time just before COVID coming in this country was going on all 12 cylinders, as they say. It was at a level that nobody's ever seen before. Everybody had jobs. African-Americans, Asian-Americans, Hispanic, MIT graduates, and people that didn't have high school diplomas. Every single person, everybody had jobs. Before COVID, even Democrats wanted to negotiate to work with Trump, he said. I was getting calls from people on the left that I would have never thought about talking too much, and they wanted to get together, Trump said. This country was coming together, and then, of course, we got a gift from China, which is COVID, or the China virus, as some people would call it, like me. And that sort of blew that up. And then we had to go back to a different form of work. Trump vowed he can reunite a divided country and could even be trusted to reach across the aisle. I just want what's good for the country. That would be good for the country. Trump continued, now I have to tell you, but that being said, if you're going to want open borders where anybody can come in from prisons and from mental institutions and hundreds of thousands of people pouring in, I'm never going to be able to support that. I'm never going to be able to support a no voter ID. When you go to an election, you need an ID to do almost anything nowadays except vote. They don't want voter ID because they want to be able to cheat, end quote. Amen. I agree. I agree 100%, Mr. Trump. They do not want voter ID so they can do what they did to you in 2020. <gasps> Kentucky guy, are you saying they cheated 2020? Well, where in the heck have you been? Have you not been listening to this podcast? Heck, yes, they cheated. You really believe Sleepy Joe got 80 million votes? Come on, wake up, please, for the love of God, wake up. Don Lemons, CNN has reportedly terminated Don Lemons after he served 17 years. Quote, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN, wrote Don Lemon in a brief uh, missive to his followers on Twitter. Quote, I'm stunned. <laughs> 
Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News, as we reported, and Don Lemons is out at CNN. The two big headline names are no longer a part of their respective networks, but the difference is that Lemons' departure from the company was anything but amicable. In the wake of Fox News' announcement that Tucker Carlson, their headline and the highest-performing host, would be leaving the platform, Twitter was once again lit ablaze with word from Don Lemons himself that he had been unceremoniously kicked off cable news network after 17 years of service. After 17 years of CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. He continued, at no time was I ever giving any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. It is clear that there are some larger issues at play. It's unclear what any of those issues are as Lemon did not elaborate on his suspicions for his termination. Quote, with that said, with that said, I want to thank my colleagues and many teams I have worked with for an incredible run, concluded Lemon. They're the most talented journalists in the business, and I wish them all the best. So maybe, just maybe, Don Lemon, I can explain why he was fired. Y'all want me to tell you real quick? It's a lot easier to explain than Tucker, <laughs> Tucker Carlson being fired. I can promise. So Don Lemon, uh, let's see. Everybody caught on that his reporting, his journalist style was to report lies and fake news. <gasps> you reckon that's what got that boy fired? No, that couldn't have been it, Kentucky guy. They don't fire you at CNN just because uh, you don't tell the truth, son. They do that all the time. Well, wake up. They have a new CEO who promises to turn the bias around they haven't done so they continue to drop ratings which what means they're losing losing commercials which means they're losing advertisements which means they're losing money and when you lose money 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 money, money when you lose money you don't need expensive journalists because nobody's watching and you especially don't need a 17-year-old vet who, let's be honest, in the last six to seven years has been an anchor pulling your company down because he reports, as Trump called it, fake news. He reports lies. Let's just be honest about it. He reports lies. Therefore, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, bye-bye. Speaking of gotta go, that does look like all the time we do have for this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I am your unworthy host, the Kentucky Guy. And as always, God bless and God bless America.